Up next on the Believer's Walk of Faith. Once royalty speaks, people all around royalty bring it to pass. The king does not get off his throne and go out there and say, let me see how I can make this work. He does not care. Queen does not care. They speak. And once they speak, all the forces around them begin to operate. Once you speak and decree, my debts will be paid by Christmas. You are not concerned about how it's going to happen. the way it works, but it starts with your image. Hello, this is Bill Winston, and welcome to the Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, one of the reasons why a car like um, a Rolls Royce or one of the very expensive cars costs so much is because of its workmanship. If you go into it, you'll see all the stitching on the leather and how it's built and the parts that they use, how, you know, they use very, you know, the workmanship is just expensive. Well, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 that we are his workmanship. Now, what is he saying? God is saying, I made you. (laughs) And we have just been fashioned and created by the greatest craftsman that ever is and ever was. Praise God. I'm saying you are much more valuable than a Rolls Royce. All the parts that are in you and so forth. Now, understanding your value has a lot to do with where you can go and what you can receive. Now, let's get your Bibles. Let's go right into it. It's called Living on Top of the World. I believe the biggest reason why a lot of the power of God is not being uh, shown and demonstrated in the church is because a lack of identification. That we have not identified with the one that's passing by to heal the man on the side of the road. We've identified with the man on the side of the road begging for healing. Now, how long are we going to do that? And once you get born again, you're supposed to go out and get the sick healed. Am I right about this? When people are acting low, it seems like they get into this attitude of false humility. Now, I was talking about something the other day. I was talking to him. I said, listen, I was preaching in Oakland, California. I said, hey. I brought a book of a Rolls Royce. You know, everybody heard of a Rolls Royce before? Okay. I'm talking about a car. Okay, a Rolls Royce. And I, I was preaching. Now, I used this illustration. I said, okay, now, look at this car. And it was a book that was, you know, a sales book for somebody who's going to buy, looking at buying a Rolls Royce. And it had two. It had a phantom in it and it had a ghost. I was showing them that. And I'd say, first of all, in this book, they talk about the skill that was, was used to put together these intricate parts that they've got in here that are custom. Now, won't you see this? So these parts are custom made so much so to many of the parts the, the skillful craftsman 
put his or her initials on there. You know that yourself. When you get, when you get clothes and put them in here, they, they put their initials in there. Why? It's a sense of pride that, hey, I did this. But it, it's a sign of workmanship. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a difference between some suits and other suits. There's, there's, there's a $59 suit and then there's Brioni. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But why am I telling you this? I'm, I'm trying to say something that one of the reasons it costs so much is because of the workmanship that went into it. It's still metal, it's still fabric, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been put together in such a way and worked in such a way that they can charge, you know, a great deal for it. Say amen to this. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter two and verse 10, it says, for we are his workmanship. Now God is the best craftsman that you can find in the universe. And he made you. Come on now. See, I'm, I'm only saying that a lot of the blessing hadn't been working because the value of God's people had not been known. And it's amazing how much you'll say differently when you're saying it as a king, as a queen, and not as a beggar. It's amazing what you'll think about yourself. Say amen to that. There are things you won't even accept if you are royalty. There are things I will not accept. Now people will, but I won't. I want everything on my car works. You don't, you don't have to get in it and I'll give you the keys to take it down the road. But look, uh, that red light, just pay, don't pay attention to that. And the, and, the, and the handle on the passenger side, now that you have to slide in through the other side. And the, you, you won't find that in my house. You won't find that in my car because I will not accept it. I am his workmanship, man. And I'm telling you, you got to deal with yourself that way because that is the way God sees you. He does not see you as, I'm born in Mississippi. Fine, that was your body. But God is one gave birth to you. And you have his DNA in you. You have his mind in you. You have his, his, his ability in you. You got his potential in you. Say amen. All of that. And that's been the problem. Well, a whole group of people are broke. It is not because there's a real difference between you and somebody else. It's just that, that we're, we're, we've got an image that is down there and God said, wait a minute. And when you don't value people, people just shoot people, just shoot them, just shoot them. Why? Because they ain't no value. They don't value themselves. They don't value nobody else. Am I preaching or am I preaching here now? I remember when I had a class, I was with IBM and I'd come out of the military, I was in IBM 
and I was starting to do very well. And, and so they asked me, say, hey, in your spare time, they want somebody to come out and work for some students on the south side. And they had a school apparently set on the south side for people who had been put out of the normal high schools. They'd been put out again. And so they said, could you come out and help them? And they wanted somebody to come out and maybe teach them business or something. I said, yeah. So I went out and told them, and I mean, they were unruly and so forth. So we sat out in the class and began to talk about it, talk about business, talk about what we're going to do, so forth and so on like that. After two months, all of them were wearing white shirts with ties and blazers, talking totally different, waiting on me to get there. And we saw, I'm just saying, I believe that everyone has a remnant inside of them that they know they're supposed to be living higher than they're living right now. There's something inside of them. And they try to achieve it the world's way. So here's the Rolls Royce. Can I get back to that? If you want to drive it, put the key in the ignition. And some of them you turn it and some of them you, you press, press a button and it starts. And once you start it, put it in drive. Put your feet on the accelerator, foot on the accelerator, and go on down the street. That's all you have to do. Now, I don't have to go to school to find out how the pistons work or how the carburetor, come on, how, how does it discharge? I don't, I don't have to go to school for that. Only thing I gotta do, and I'm, I'm headed down, am I right about it? Only thing you have to do is call things that be not as though they were. That's all you got to do. You don't have to figure out how this works. You don't have to do. You got to believe what you say is going to come to pass. That's, that's all you got to do, man. That's all you got to do. Royalty speaks. And once royalty speaks, people all around royalty bring it to pass. The king does not get off his throne and go out there and say, let me see how I can make this work. He does not care. Queen does not care. They speak. And once they speak, all the forces around them begin to operate. Once you speak and decree, my debts will be paid by Christmas. You are not concerned about how it's going to happen. the way it works, but it starts with your image. Put it up there board. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26. It starts with your image. People trying to speak and they don't see themselves as royalty. Doesn't work. And God said, let us make man in our image after I like to stop right there. Image is exact duplicate of kind. Exact duplicate of kind. I know in the Greek it's got a big G I mean, in the Bible here, it's got a big G where it's talking about big God and a little G where it's talking about somebody like you. But in the Greek, all of them same size. Now, when, I'm not saying you are El Shaddai. You know you're not El Shaddai. God knows you're not El Shaddai. So get off of that. But you are in his class. You walk with him. You talk with him. Come on now. Amen. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching good. 
Well, now he gave him dominion over cattle and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So he got dominion over creeps. Everything is creeps. Creeps, man. There's some creeps out there. Now, verse 28. And he said, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. All right, let's go there. And God blessed them. Bless. Empowerment for success. Other people get things, but I'm going to bless you that you can get something other folk can't get. Now watch this. If you don't believe it, it won't work. Just like that. What you see or believe is what God delivers. You believe what you see. You made that way. Now, what do you see with? Not your eyes. You see through them. You see with your mind. You, you can go to bed at night and have a nightmare and wake up sweating, heart beating like I don't know what. Yeah. Why? You saw something. Amen. Why? It played through your mind. And guess what? Your mind didn't know the difference between whether it was out there or in here. He blessed them. Now, your mouth and speech initially was made more for communication, uh, pardon me, creation than communication. So your mouth, when you opened it, created something. Put it up there, Genesis chapter one, verse one. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God thought, let there be light. When Adam fell, he lost control of his tongue. It became an unruly evil. So now you've been born again. The Holy Ghost is going to help you tame your tongue. Because he knows that death and life are in the power of your tongue. Didn't say in the power of the devil. It didn't say in the power of God. It said in the power of your tongue. Look at those people in Babylon that was building that tower and they said, we're going to reach up to heaven. This is over in Genesis chapter 11. We're going to reach it up to heaven. And the Bible says God came down to see the tower that they were building. Watch this. And God said, the people are one. And they all have one language. Now, nothing they do will be restrained from them. Well, words are powerful. Why? Because you were meant to rule with words. Change any neighborhood with words. So Jesus now was taken up where Adam left off. And he was showing you how this thing worked. Let me, let me go up here because I want to I say something to you. I want to... Uh, say it exactly as I had it in my notes. 
He said this. Are you getting, are you getting this that I'm talking here? He said this. Jesus, earthly ministry was a fulfillment of what God spoke to Adam. See, he was the last Adam. Say last Adam. And that comes out of scripture, by the way. His ministry was the manifestation of the first words God spoke to Adam. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth and subdue it. What does replenish mean? Stock with abundance or perpetually renew and resupply. So Jesus was there and what he was doing, everywhere he saw sickness, he boom, something happened. Are you following what I'm saying? Look what he says over in Luke's gospel in Luke chapter seven and verse 19. Look what he says. And John calling him, two of his disciples, he sent them to Jesus saying, art thou he that should come or look we for another? And when the men were come unto him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to thee, saying, Art thou he that should come, or look we for another? And in the same hour he cured many of their infirmities and plagues, and of evil spirits, and unto many that were blind he gave them sight. Watch this. Then Jesus answering and said to them, Go your way, and tell John the things that you've seen and heard, how the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised, and to the poor the gospel is preached. Notice what he's doing. He's destroying everything that the curse had messed up. And check it out. He now is taking up where Adam left off and now this is a part of his ministry. These are the things that he's doing. And now he is making people whole. All right, let's look at that. Let's look at Matthew's gospel, please. And in Matthew, in chapter what? Matthew chapter nine, I think it is, huh? Okay, look what he says. This is verse 20. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years, she came behind him and touched his, the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, if I may put, touch but his garment, I shall be what? Whole, underline whole. But Jesus then turned about and when he had saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made you whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. My Lord. Now, whole. What are we talking about? Look what it says in 1 Thessalonians and chapter 5. Am I going to too many scriptures for you? In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, that your spirit, come on, soul, come on, and body be preserved, what? Blameless until what? The coming of the Lord. So the Lord is saying now, okay, first thing I'm going to do is going to get you born again. I'm going to get your spirit back where it's supposed to be. 
So when you get born again, your spirit gets reborn and it now knows the father and says, Abba, father, you don't run from God anymore. You now run to him. Say amen to that. But then let me check care of your soul because your soul needs some help. Now, what is your soul? Your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect and imagination. Look what he says here in Mark chapter five and verse 14. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. Next verse. And they came to Jesus and to see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his what? Right mind. And they were afraid. Now notice, the man was out of his mind. Crazy. Mentally off. Sick. But Jesus got a hold of him and put him, come on, help me, back in his right mind. Because it takes the blessing to properly remove the curse. The Bible says the whole world is waiting for the manifestation of who? The sons of God. It's waiting on the people with the blessing. Because the blessing was intended to move the curse. Are you with me? Say, I'm blessed. I have the blessing in my life. And it's not something that, well, I'm getting too old. Oh, too old for what? The blessing is not getting old. If the blessing is on you, speak the thing. Look what Jesus said over here in Mark chapter 11, verse 23. He's still talking about the blessing. He's talking about the way it functions. He said, verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things that he said shall come to pass, he's going to have what? Whatever he says. Praise God. That's the blessing functioning right there. All right, let's go further. Now, we've got your spirit. It's got born again. We've got your mind. The Bible says, Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what's that good will of God. Now, we got to work on your body. And what we have to do is we have to brainwash you with the word of God. We have to take the word of God and we have to soak your brain with it. And once we do, your soul will be converted. Because third John two says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in hell, even as thy soul prospers. All right, now here's this book. Here's my Bible. Let's say this is your soul. Now, the, the, the spirit carries the power. Faith comes out of your spirit, not out of your mind. It comes out of your spirit. But the mind has your will that God won't violate. So for it to get to your flesh, it's got to go through your soul. And if it can't get through your soul because of unbelief, then it stops right there. And you don't enjoy the benefits of your inheritance. So how do I get this thing past this? 
I've got to renew my mind. Once I renew my mind, flow. It'll flow right to my flesh and your flesh is designed that the power of God that flows out of you will repair your flesh. Well, I trust that you were blessed by that powerful message. Now, today's offering day on the broadcast, and we're giving those who have been blessed by our teachings an opportunity to sow a seed into this ministry. This is good ground. Praise God. We're in the process of taking the gospel to the whole world. Now, here's a couple of scriptures you might keep in mind on your giving. One, sowing and reaping is a covenant. It's not a promise. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, anytime that you sow a seed, you have a right to expect a harvest. God is a covenant-keeping God. As you do sow seed and you release that seed in faith, there's a harvest coming to you. So expect that harvest. Number two, put God first and make him your only source. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 9, here's what it says. By strength shall no man prevail. Now, what are they talking about? God doesn't want you to count on any other source, not on man, not on your job, not on the federal government. He wants you to look to him. He's going to provide for us. Number three, God promised to bless you. In Proverbs chapter 10, 22, he said, the blessing of the Lord, it brings wealth without painful toil for it. Isn't that good? In other words, as you do sow seed, you can sow seed for the smallest or the greatest need that you have. You might have need for a house. We sowed a seed for that house and money came in. We bought it with no debt. Praise the Lord. Or it might be a small thing that you might need. Somebody one time, I put my name on something and signed it and the people sent me a bill for it and so forth. And he was a relative. And, and I said, wait a minute, I didn't do this. And, and God said, don't argue with it. Just sow a seed. I sowed a seed. Money came in there so fast. I didn't even, I, I, it, it, it kind of astounded me. I took that money and paid that bill off notice. It might be something large or something small, but God will need your need. It doesn't make any difference what it is. So expect a miracle from God. Well, if you have your seed ready, let's pray. Praise God. I'm going to pray for your seed and pray over your seed. Believe God for it now as you sow this seed. We're not giving to get. We're giving to receive. You see, God wants to give us things. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for the privilege of being able to bring your teachings to the world. And thank you for the kingdom the, the kingdom of God, which functions in us and for us, providing for us everything that we have need on this earth. Father, as we obey your kingdom laws and sow seed, we believe we receive a harvest off of that seed. Father, I pray for the hundredfold return, a thousand times more, whatever the corresponding return is that they're believing for, I put my faith with them and believe we received. Now we thank you for it. We call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise God. Thank you so much for watching the broadcast. Thank you for your support. We love you and keep walking by faith. What does living on top of the world look like? It's living in divine health, peace in your home, financial freedom, and much more. Learn how to live on top of every situation in life with Dr. Winston's teaching, Living on Top of the World. To order your copy of this powerful message, 
Living on Top of the World on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. Contact us online at BillWinston.org. You can also call us at 1-800-711-9327. Or order our special Living on Top of the World bundle, which includes Living on Top of the World series in either CD or DVD, the Possessing Your Mountain mini book, and the Blessing of the Lord single CD teaching. Start winning in every area of life with this powerful bundle pack. Order your copy today. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.